0: This is Your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger.
1: Yippee! I am so excited here today to be with you for Episode 741. Welcome to Your Ultimate Life. Welcome to your life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. You know, the only reason I do this podcast, and it is only to help you create purpose prosperity and joy and as you know if you've listened to recent episodes i'm on a mission this year to help 50 million people to discover their gifts and to make the choice to serve with them and i was uh, doing a live this morning i'm calling that my lives every day the road to 50 million and today's was titled and so it begins road to 50 million and today wasn't the first episode today uh, it's like number 54 or 5 or something uh, but i said that because today's january 2nd as i record this now you won't see this till valentine but i recorded it that way this morning because i was encouraging people as they think about objectives, as they think about changes they want to make in life, they need, or they are most powerful when they are founded in love. Now, when you're going to see this is Valentine's Day, right? Either on or right before Valentine's Day. And so this podcast is about love, the glory of love, the power of love, the purity of love, and i'm not just talking about intimacy physical intimacy although that's certainly important we as humans need physical touching from our earliest moments in the world you know there's all kinds of evidence that talks about what happens when babies aren't touched and held close and touched kindly and you know fawned on and fussed over and all that good stuff so the need for touch is well-established. The need for spiritual or emotional touch is also well-established. I saw a story or heard a story many years ago when I was a youngster called Cipher in the Snow. And I don't know if it's in a book or was in a magazine, but someone read the story and it was about finding a, young, a youngster, I don't know, 10 to 12, maybe between 11, 12, 13, that kind of age, dead in the snow. And no one could understand. And I believe that it was a true representation of a true story. Uh, and, and they couldn't figure out what was wrong. There was nothing physically that they could determine a no heart attack, aneurysm, you know, all that kind of stuff. And. Uh, the story went on to describe the life of the kid and he was isolated and lonely and had you know struggles at home and everything else and you know the the conclusion of the story and i'm not giving this as science but the conclusion of the story was he died of loneliness and at the time i felt very much an outcast i grew up that way i struggled with depression all of my adult life so when i was in my teens that was developing and it was full on on top of the normal you know, adolescent anxiety and learning to talk to girls and, uh, which for me was really hard. Learning to talk to boys was too. I just didn't get along very well. I was socially awkward, I spent a lot of time in the library reading and on and on and on. And maybe you can resonate with that. I don't know. But anyway, today I want to explore our opportunities to love because when you choose to serve with your gifts, however you serve you're exhibiting love in four layers, four layers of love. Layer one is you're serving and loving yourself. There's tons of documentation, but you don't need that. You know what it feels like when you go do good stuff. Abraham Lincoln said, when I do good, I feel good. When I do bad, I feel bad. We are built to physiologically, spiritually recognize when we're doing good It feels good. Something happens with the neurotransmitters and all that stuff, our energy and our heart. It feels good. And when we serve someone without ulterior motive, without the need to have or get something in return, it's even more powerful. And, you know, I mean, you hear the stories all the time. Someone goes to great lengths to help someone to change a tire or pick them up on the road if their car broke down or you know in the rain or this or that. and then someone you know they try to pay, and, oh, no, no, it's okay. And oh no, no, let me, you know, that whole conversation, maybe you've been on both ends of that. I have been on both ends of receiving end and the giving end. And sometimes I push really hard and give somebody some money and sometimes I now I don't do that anymore. Now I graciously and joyfully accept and acknowledge their kindness. And you know what? I think that elevates the experience. It elevates the experience because it allows love to be exchanged, which is the topic of of today's show. This, is, I called today a celebration of love. And <clears throat> so, layer one, if you decide to serve, is you love yourself. You actually grow. There's more of us. When we love and serve each other, there's more substance to our being. The second layer of love, we love our community. And that community can be tight community, like family or spouse or kids. It can be a little looser community extended family, neighbors, a little looser community, maybe work colleagues, neighborhood. You know, there's layers of that kind of community. But whenever we love, we express love, we serve, we we, we, we increase the strength and power and vibrance. That's why I use this beautiful, I hope you're watching the, the video, this beautiful fiery bird. You know, I... I love the phoenix and i realize this is a picture of an eagle but the fire and the sunset and the glory of all of it that's how it feels when we love and serve each other so this that's the second layer you are loving by loving you are expanding extending pouring energy into increasing the value the depth and you know the glory of your community whether it's tight community or looser community all the way out to you know maybe you're in the PTA and you go to extraordinary lengths to help a fundraiser for band uniforms be successful it's all the same you have served your community as well as serving and blessing and loving yourself the third layer that happens when we serve and love and i you know to me they're they're synonymous nearly real service doing something for somebody grudgingly doesn't count it doesn't carry any energy and in the scripture somewhere it says if a person gives a gift grudgingly it is counted as though he had retained the gift ooh so you know pretending and giving fake things is not where I want to be at least you can draw your own conclusions about that But anyway, the third layer is when you love and when you serve in any capacity, you're adding good to the world. And you know, that's a little more amorphous, a little squishier, loving yourself and the neurotransmitters in your body. You feel those, you get to experience those and they feel good and they're exciting and you know, oxytocin and the, you know, the cocktails of serotonin and all the rest. And with your community, you know, people express appreciation. There's smiles and energetic vibrations that sort of go back and forth. Adding good to the world, you may or may not get a, any kind of acknowledgement. You may not get, you know, a beautiful sunset or a sign from the sky. Or You're going to get that good feeling inside, and that's the blessing that you have. But beyond that, you are energetically adding to the good in the world. Like you are actually making a difference. Now, you can think I'm all woo-woo and weird about that, and you're free to do that, but it's still true. When you do good, when you love and serve, in addition to yourself and the blessing you get, in addition to the community to which you belong, however loose or tight it is, you're adding good to the world you're making a difference. You're lighting a fire, you're lighting a candle, right? And we see these pictures all the time of, you know, a 10 or a hundred or a thousand or 10,000 candles or an arena full of people holding up. It used to be lighters and now it's phones, right? And that kind of feeling and vision, it feels good. It awakens something, right? so that's that is a third thing that you're doing all from the same selfless loving act yourself your community and you're adding good to the world that means there's a little more light there's another candle to get rid of darkness and that is intangible and it's hard to describe but we feel it i don't know about you but when i go into a room full of angry or frustrated or negative people i know that if I don't know the people and I don't know the situation, you can feel it. If you go into a room full of positive, loving, kind people, even if you don't know it, you can feel it. There's something real, tangible, transmissible, and contagious about that energy. And I want you to think about that. It is real. It is tangible in ways that we maybe can't measure or understand. And it is transmissible. You know, we have all kinds of studies talking about mirror neurons. When people smile, others smile back. When people yawn, they yawn back. You know, those things are transmissible in ways that we've just barely begun to understand. So that's the third layer of good energy, love that you add. The fourth layer that you have whenever you choose to serve with your gift is you're honoring your creator. Now, whether you call it the universe, or your higher self, or non-duality, or anything else, the supreme God, however you conceive that, God created me and you. We are not accidents. We are not put here at random just to see what happens. There is design and intelligence to our creation. I don't know about you, but I find that really exciting. And the more I experiment with that idea, the more true I know it is. And I'll tell you what I mean by experiment with the idea in a minute, because it's not just think about it, although that's a piece of it. So you add good and glory, honor, however you want to describe it, to the Creator and the process, the end design of the creation, every time you choose to be a light, to be a spark, to add love, to add good. Uh, that's such a fabulous thing to know. All those layers, you add something to yourself, you add something to your community, you add something to the world, and you add something to the purpose of all creation and the creator by being loved by choosing love now, I mentioned a minute ago I experiment with it and what I mean by that is <clears throat> when I do on purpose and my goal is 50 million I mean you know my goal if you've watched any of the road to 50 millions and I would ask you this is a request please do go to my LinkedIn YouTube or Facebook pages and watch some of the road to 50 million videos and comment on them share them if you're so inclined And and I'm requesting that not because I need anything, because I don't. It's not so I make money or so that anything like that, it is to accomplish the good of adding good to the world, of loving people. Who knows? You might share something encouraging that I said or did, or one of my guests said or did, and it might change someone's life. Like you, you know, we, we think, well, that's not possible. Well, no, it is. And I have examples where someone says, you know, you changed my life. I feel different. I'm acting different. And boy, those are humbling moments when someone says something that sincerely and sometimes with emotion and they're really into that thing. So I'm asking you to share the podcast. Um, my road to 50 million videos on social media. I have an L.A. talk radio show uh, called Your Ultimate Life, which is about creating income and impact with your gifts. All of these things are tied into the same thing, which is the heart of this podcast, creating purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your gifts. So those are four ways that you get blessed and get to bless others with every single act that you do that serves with your divine gifts. Now, that is incredible power. It's leveraged. You know, physics, right? If you have a rock and you're trying to push something up that's heavy, a lever makes all the difference. Well, you have four-way leverage. You have four levers that you're using every single time you serve someone with your gift. Now, here's what else makes that so powerful. Because the things that you are gifted, or I am gifted, those are things we do easier than others. We do them better, for the most part, than others, unless someone's really developed a skill, because we were given those as a bequest from the Creator. People, you have natural ability at some things, and it may be a physical thing like painting or you know a design eye or something like that but so often they're energetic things i know some people that are just joy my wife she's blessed to just know what to say and to have this uncanny sensitivity to everything going on around her from the kit the kitten the kitty cat to all the people in her house to people at church and she just she has a radar she has a tuning and that's a gift and she uses it and i watch in awe and wonder at those four layers of gifts or four layers of giving that she gives i said i do experiments with it and that's i because i'm a coach i talk to people a lot i have a group coaching program the class was this morning as I record this and I have private clients and we talk and all the rest. When I am thinking and trying my best to be helpful, encouraging, um, generate ideas and confidence and that kind of stuff for a client, I know immediately as I talk, the level of power that I have. When I am focused, in flow, connected with the divine, using my gifts, the level of connection and power is way different than when I'm just thinking and I'm trying to do it on my own steam. I see that all the time and what I've learned to do is shut up. When I have that feeling, even if I think I have something intelligent to say, if it doesn't feel like it has that power, I'll just stop and take a moment to gather and to think about it a little bit more or to ask a different question. Because I notice that when I plow ahead under my own steam, regardless of how smart whatever I think I was going to say might sound, it doesn't carry the weight and have the effect that it does when I'm quiet and I wait and I feel the impact and intuition. So I experiment with that all the time. Now that's the four layers of love and I want to do one other complete topic today and that is sometimes love feels like work okay because I have a definition for love and the definition is it's a choice if you love someone then you choose to serve them and I define it a little more than that Uh, I think of our we have spiritual resources We have physical resources like money and time we have emotional resources and that's where all of our relationships are built and nurtured or ruined and we have mental resources and all of those are things we can develop we can develop our spiritual resources by spending more time in meditation reading sacred literature prayer seeking out and nurturing the connection to the divine physical resources we can make sure we stay as healthy as we can given our current physical conditions, like I don't see well at all without my contacts. And we're great, big, weird contact lenses and I'm blind without them. But I do the best I can to keep those as good as I can do it. And our bodies, healthy, strong, taken care of, you know, good weight, good capacity and all that kind of stuff. And so to use that, to take some time and go help somebody do something or take some time talking to them or whatever, I do that a lot and emotional is our our love empathy attention and our mental resources is ideas and thinking and stuff we've learned so that's just a way for me to measure it so here's the definition of love if you choose to use your spiritual physical emotional and mental resources to serve someone to bless them to lift them to encourage them then you love them you are loving them that's it And when I think about it that way, it's easy to love people because I can say, well, you know what? I am intentionally, willfully, purposely using my spiritual, physical, emotional, mental resources, some or all of those, to bless someone's life. So that's what I mean by love is a choice. Now, we can't serve every single person we meet in a full way because there's not enough time. You know, I can't do this and this at the same time. No one can, right? But we get to choose. And so the first thing I want to remind us is that love is a choice. It is a powerful, beautiful, exciting, fulfilling choice. It's like putting miracle grow on your life. You become more substantive. So do I. We get to be better, more beautiful people when we share and bless others with love. The second thing that I wanna um, talk about about love is that it is energy. Uh, it says in some scriptures that God is love and it says that or something like it in many places in many different traditions. So what would somebody mean when they say God is love? What, in big heart in the sky? I think in my experience, and i've had a lot it seems to me a lot of experience with this i died and a whole bunch of other things but god is love it love is the energy it is literally the binding energy that holds things together and before we start in a discussion on the strong force and the weak force and the standard model of particle physics and everything else something unknown holds those fields as they operate together and causes them to operate the way they do. I think it's love. And here's what I mean by that. If you're in a room with a group of people and there is divisiveness, anger, hatred, negativity, etc., the group splinters. It it feels like it's burning down. When you're in a group that is supportive and loving and kind, it builds up. So art and i could do a lot more detailed explanation but you know that when you're in a supportive cooperative group that are exhibiting that love meaning service with spiritual physical emotional mental gifts, things get done things get built it is glue it is cohesive things come together when partners love each other relationships last when families love each other children feel nurtured and whole so love is a binding cohesive glue that holds our world together it holds uh, our our race together and in a very similar fashion I think it holds all of matter and the organization that we see on the grand scale together so love is that powerful now we'll get so that's energy let's get out of the woo-woo realm and let's get right down to the daily activities I think love is fun when you and I serve someone we feel good it's fun How much fun is it to plan a surprise party? How much fun is it to buy gifts someone doesn't know about, wrap them and then surprise them? How much fun is it to help someone accomplish something and then see their delight? Love is fun. Love is fun. And as we think about who you love and who you want to show love to, because remember we can't do everybody all at once, on this Valentine's Day, make it fun. Choose to have it be fun. Don't give gifts grudgingly. Don't do them because you're supposed to or because you have to, because you actually don't. And gifts that we give grudgingly carry that negative energy anyway. Love is energy. Love is fun. Love is awesome, staggering, unmatched power. In the end, love triumphs over hate always. It does in the micro scale, and it will in the universe. You know, we all see the movies, uh, you know, that center around good versus evil and everything else. In the end, love will triumph. And remember, every time you and I do something good and add good to the world, we serve on four levels. Ourselves, our community, the world, and the creator, the design of the grand plan. Love is power. Love is purity. Love builds, love lifts, so if you want to have more power to have, to build your business, to fix a relationship, to repair your own heart, to forgive, to clean up messes maybe you've made, the answer straight up, pure and simple, front to back, top to bottom is more love, more pure, kind, expect nothing in return, accept people where they are, as they are, without, trying to force them to do or be something else. That kind of love. I can make you a promise, having been on the don't understand that, don't know how to implement it side, to where I am now, where I do understand it and implement it the very, very best I can every minute of every day, including right now as I talk to you. That's how I know this is true. I've seen it, I've felt it, I've experienced both sides of it, and I offer it to you today. The sweetness the power the invitation the growth the kindness this the deep satisfaction the meaning for our lives of love i know that as you do that more and more every day on purpose you will create more and more of your ultimate life
0: Open your heart.